let's talk 360 video and how this technology is changing the way that consumers interact in the camping industry. I'm Alex Burkett, and this is the Outdoor Alliances Podcast. Today, I'm interviewing TJ Ammond, owner of Campsite 360, which helps campgrounds increase sales and exposure to campers across the country by integrating 360-degree photos with campground maps. Thanks for joining me, TJ. Thanks for having me. Just start, can you just introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about your career before you launched Campsite 360? Yeah, so um, before we started Campsite 360, I had done a whole lot of different things. I kind of jumped through a couple different industries. Um, the latest one was actually doing uh, physical security and cameras and stuff like that um, and selling that to a commercial environment. Um, and that actually got us into consulting and helping people with that and and kind of started the journey with me looking for um, how we can help the the camping industry through some of the issues that we had um, as campers. And so were you always sort of involved with the camping industry? Like how, how did you get into to the whole camping niche, I guess, and, and focusing in on that specifically? So I had grown up camping. Um, my family had had a seasonal site, I think from the time I was two um, on through high school. And we'd gone on camping trips and stuff like that with uh, my grandparents who had a motorhome as well. Um, we, once I went to college, I had not camped, but had continued to try to get my wife, uh, interested in it. Um, and then just before the pandemic, um, she finally said, let's go ahead and get a camper. So we ended up buying one. And then obviously with all the, uh, the stuff going on in 2020, we camped a whole lot. Um, and that's what really kicked us off, uh, our love for reignited my love for the camping. And so can you speak on like, what were some of those issues as you were camping that you experienced? And that was like, Hey, this is a major problem and something that I might actually need to, to start and try and solve myself. So it kind of started as we were going around, we, uh, because we hadn't really camped in a lot of places, we weren't familiar with any of the campgrounds. The ones we were, were, you know, extremely close to us and not, you know, ones we were looking to go to. So what we ended up doing is what I think a lot of people end up doing. We would um, go pick a campground. And then from there, we would go explore the surrounding campgrounds, pick up campground maps, look at sites, take notes on those, and try to remember those saying, hey, if we come back, these are the sites we'd want. Um, For us, it was a particular site we were looking for. I have three young girls. So as we were looking, there were things like proximity to playgrounds, we also had, um, you know, proximity to the other campers. My kids, uh, being all under the age of uh, six, were extremely loud. So being right next to somebody, um, I would just prefer to have a little bit more space for them to move around. I was going to say, and so, to just like play or just do exactly. something, have a little more room or, or comfortability too. Right. They like to roam and run and jump around and, and do the things that kids do. And that was really kind of what started us down this. We. I remember sitting and spending hours researching reviews and where campgrounds were and trying to get an idea of what we were going to expect when we got into that campground. Um, And what we found is that you can't really tell anything based off a campground map. Um, A lot of the times they're, they're not really to scale. Um, They don't accurately reflect what the sites are going to look like. So what we thought would be a good site Um, turns out, you know, when we arrive, there's a site that's about five sites down that we would have preferred, whether it be a corner site or just the way the layout was, it would, it provided us a a little bit more room. 
Um, and that's what really kicked us off into trying to solve this problem um, that we had. And um, we didn't initially start it out as a business. We more wanted to see how can we help um, better educate ourselves before we get to a place. Uh, and then we had the idea of picking up a 360 camera and going around and trying to actually capture what you're going to have, um, what you see at each of those campsites. So, you know, little things like, are we going to be sitting right next to a trash can or, you know, is there something that's going to, you know, be a busy intersection where everybody comes through that I wouldn't want my kids, you know, running and riding their bikes right around that area, prefer a little bit more secluded area. Um, so really, that's what kicked us off into trying to find the, uh, a solution to this. Um, and that, you know, was right at the end of uh, 2020. Um, and then in 2021, we really started pursuing uh, the marketing of the 360 virtual tours. So can you just expand on that a little further and talk through like, what does that process look like if somebody did want to do this? Like, how, how would you go in and sort of capture this image and bring what might be traditionally a 2D image that might live on a site that might be even generic, like, hey, this is our image for a pull through site to something where somebody can actually click on it and say, site 30 looks like this. Here's what's around it. And, and you sort of bring that to life. So the our whole goal when we come into a campground is, you know, how do we help to portray the feeling, uh, the layout and everything that has to do with this campground and what you're trying to do to attract those guests, right? So when we come in, we really look from a camper's perspective of what are the things that we want to know about, you know, items like bathhouses and shower rooms and, um, you know, even the camp store, how you get to uh, the main entrance to some of these places, because we've had issues um, kind of navigating some of that. So when we come in, we do have a 360 camera and we go around and we capture every part and piece of the campground. So that includes all the main roads, every campsite, whether that is a seasonal site or not, um, because we feel that gives, you know, even the seasonal sites, they give a feel to your campground um, that you want to portray, whether you're trying to attract seasonal people or just overnights. So with that, we come through with the 360 camera and we actually take individual images of every single campsite. Um, and we put that together in a way that it's, you know, simple click and go navigation. Um, it's just like if you're looking at Google Street View um, or anything like that, where, you know, you want to proceed to the next site, you just click ahead and you go to that one. So it really gives you the feel and it really mimics what a lot of people do, which is they go through and they drive the campground. You can actually do that as you're researching and sitting behind the computer. And in addition to that, we do go into the bathhouses. We do take pictures of the pools. We do get, you know, playgrounds and other features that, you know, families or other people are looking to know before they get there. Um, a good example is like, you know, there's a lot of campgrounds that, you know, have playgrounds right next to sites, but what appears to be on a map can be very different from what that actual layout is. So little things like that, when me as a, you know, family of five are booking a site, if I'm within eye shot of a, of a playground, that's a lot better for me. And that's a better site for me because I can then allow my kids to go play on the playground um, without me having to go and sit there the whole time. So if we're, there's a close proximity, um, you know, portraying all of that and making sure that the people looking at those sites do understand, you know, this is not just what it shows on the map, but this is what it actually looks like um, when you get there. So it really helps to build the, you know, the expectation of the customer. 
Um, so when they're coming in, they don't expect something, you know, the, the example that I always use is, uh, shaded sites or partially shaded sites, you know, that could mean that, yeah, there's a couple trees, but you know, in the heat of the day, you're really not getting any sun. It's going to be morning sun. So little things like that, if I pull in and I expected to have a shaded site, cause it said partially shaded and it's sitting in the sun for the late afternoon, that could make me a frustrated camper. But if you have you know, this information available when you're saying, okay, this is the site I'm going to book. I see what it looks like and I see the foliage and everything else that's around there. I'm now coming in as a guest with a better expectation of what my experience is going to be. Yeah. And I think that's the key thing to hone in on is for a lot of times, if you're a campground owner, like you're not trying to deceive anybody with any of this information you're putting out, whether it be a park map or images or things like that. It just sometimes you don't have a way of of capturing that either the the map or the pictures you have are outdated. Mm-hmm. Or you just don't have the accurate information or the way to describe it in a listing like you do when you have a live 360 image. Um, so do you see this more as a an external marketing tool that can help some of these campers as they're deciding through some of these sites or where to stay? Or is this also maybe even more of a tool for staff members when they're trying to walk people through what site to choose as well? Or, or would you say it's both? I would say it's both. So if you look at it from the camper view, uh, the camper's view, when, when you're researching where you're going to stay, uh, you know, if you have no familiarity with a site, you kind of go through a process. My process was I started on Google and I just searched what's in the area. From there, my decisions were made based on what I could see on Google Satellite. You know, so did it look like it was a good campground? Did it look like there was, you know, could I see a playground and could I get an idea of maybe what that really looks like? So with this, you know, you're enabling that that guest to actually see what's there. So it does help to get um, the viewers and the people onto your, uh, you know, your website and seeing what's going on. Um, And that kind of as a side note, that's also what pushed us to really include the Google integrations with these. So these tours, when we're done, we actually upload these to Google Street View. So that way, you know, when those campers are there, they can actually get a glimpse in, you know, while they're in that evaluation process, which helps to drive them to the website to see the more detailed view of this. Um, So it does help from the customer acquisition standpoint. It also helps to increase that customer's engagement with your website. Um, so they're on there. I was going to say, even as the a marketing person, like spending more time on the website to, to actually browse this is going to help. And that, that is where like my light bulb goes off of like, okay, this could be really valuable even for, for search, which might be, it, it it's sort of an unintended benefit, but a really positive one from these tours. It is. And that's the big thing is I think the saying is, you know, you have 15 seconds to capture somebody's attention based on your webpage, Right. Well, on average, we're seeing upwards of three plus minutes of people interacting with these tours. And what that does is that tells you they're they're going through, they're navigating this, and that's creating an emotional bond into them to your park. So when they go to the next one, if they're evaluating in the areas and they don't have that, well, that that guest is going to lean towards the information that they know to make a better purchasing decision, right? Um, and then in addition to that, a lot of times, uh, you know, we've called into campgrounds to go make a booking and the person you're, that's sitting there behind the desk answering the phone does not know what these sites look like. They might have a general idea, but when, they, when somebody is 
asking specific questions of how easy is it to back in? Are there trees in the way? Those things. On an individual site level, it's hard for that person sitting in the office to know those answers. Like, you know, or try and remember, depending on the number of sites there are. Right. Right. And, and, you know, the best person to answer that may be somebody that's on the grounds crew that is literally at these sites every single day, but they're not the person behind the desk. So the ability for, you know, when you do get those questions to even direct that customer to say, hey, we have a virtual tour on the website, you can go check out the individual sites right from there. You know, that tends to answer 90% of the questions that somebody's going to have. You know, there's a big difference for especially new campers, like backing into a 90 degree back end site. That might be really difficult, specifically if you have narrower roads. And, you know, as a new camper, I might choose to go with a more expensive, more open site because it's going to eliminate the need for me to squeeze into a tight or a difficult situation when I'm trying to back in a new camper. So it does help on both sides of that. It helps to get the customers in, but it also helps to reduce the time you're spending on the phone. So now you're freeing up that time in the office to spend with guests that are in there or other tasks that are going on. Um, it also helps the camper, like I said, to answer the questions themselves. So as they navigate through this, if you're trying to choose between two or three different sites, all the information that you need, including, you know, site lengths and widths um, and hookups and all those things are provided within the tour. So now you've eliminated the need for color coding a map um, or just trying to pick from what's available. You can actually make an intelligent choice um, on the site that you want and, you know, ensure that you're making that decision and you're going to have a good time. We've also had a few comments from uh, campgrounds that don't allow people to pick their sites. And, you know, what benefit does that give them? Well, for us, it's still that education on what your park is going to offer. So, you know, I may not be able to pick my site, but if I can request a site type, which, you know, a lot of them do um, allow that still me coming in, I'm better, better educated about what this campground has to offer, what these sites are going to look like than I would be if I just called in and said, hey, I need a site and I show up and, you know, I really have no idea, you know, what my site's going to look like, where it's going to be at or anything like that. Yeah, it's sort of a known variable where it's like you're coming in and you have this expectation. It's like, okay, this is the site I got. It exactly matched what I was going to get. Now I'm not going to potentially like leave a bad review or end up getting mad at my staff. And like you're, you're sort of eliminating future issues before they're being caused. So that to me, also from the online review standpoint and from the marketing side, I'm like, okay, this is another sort of way that all of these marketing pieces can integrate together. And this is one of those marketing pieces that can can help you in more areas than one, even if you're not sort of intending for it to, to do that. It's doing what it should be doing. Correct. And if you look at this too, you know, as the camping uh, demographic gets younger, the, the reality is, is that it's a more visual group of individuals, right? So you look at platforms like Instagram over Facebook, you know, it's all images and there's, you know, hundreds of millions of users on that every single day. And even from a marketing perspective, you know, campgrounds are now really pushing on TikTok and Instagram and those things because it's a visual engaging piece of content. Um, and we've talked to parks that are getting bookings just through that social media. Well, this is the same thing. You know, you're providing all of that visual information to those people, showing your amenities and showing what, you know, your water park looks like and integrating those pieces into a virtual experience. 
that is emotionally engaging and it's, you know, it helps those people make decisions. Like you said, it helps to provide um, better educated guests that are not going to be as frustrated when things go wrong or they may not be as expected. You're providing that info to say, you know, you booked this site, this is what it was. Um, and here's everything you need to know. Yes, there's a dumpster over here, but that's, you know, 50, 60 feet away. And you can see that from the tour. So showing up there and being like, oh, I'm next to the dumpster. I'm now knowing exactly what I'm getting into to pull into that site. Um, in addition to that, it helps with, um, you know, just the simple navigation of your park. You know, if you want to know where things are, well, you're now engaging and showing those pieces um, to those campers before they get there. So when they go, they know where the pools are. They know how to get to those pools. They can, um, they can do that. And really, as we developed this platform, um, one of the biggest keys for us was how do we make this so simple? That regardless of who's going to be using this, um, whatever your age range is or, you know, your comfort level. And that's what I was going to ask you next was I know that the camping demo is getting younger, but what about sort of older campers if a park's geared that way? Like, like what's that usability? So continue to speak on that. Yeah. So what we, what we really tried to do is, is enable you to get to where you want to with as least amount of clicks as possible. That's really why we, the big piece of ours is we integrate it to the campground map. So when we get the, the virtual tour, we actually go through and take a simple picture. It doesn't need to be anything special of the campground map. And we actually enable all of that to be clickable. So if you're looking at site 105, you can click on 105 and go directly to that site. And then you can continue your navigation from there. Um, we also integrate that for like amenities. If you're really looking at the you know pool area or what's that look like, you can simply click on resort map, click on the pool, and you're right into that location. Um, so really we wanted to make the usability so simple that, you know, nobody really has an issue understanding how to make this thing work. Um, and that's also why, like, you know, ours exactly mimics Google street view where you can just click ahead and it will take you to that next, uh, the next campsite. Um, and you literally get to see everything from there, from a click forward, click backwards, navigate intersections and all of that. Um, in addition to that, like we also do inside of all the cabins and the big thing for that is with so many people coming to the outdoor industry who may have been in hotels or, you know, other types of accommodations, showing them what they're going to get when they book that type of cabin is going to help them to make that decision of, yes, we want to stay here or are we going to go to a hotel? You know, that's, and they're used to the hotel too, of like, they they are, you, you know, what a hotel room looks like because you. It's, Correct. it's visual too. You can see it. I don't know that campgrounds have caught up in the same way that hotels have with that. And so like, this is, this is the way to do that. It's like, that's the step It's like you, we need to start showing people like, here's what, here's what you're getting. Here's what you can be expecting. This is what that, that sort of cabin camping experience is, is all about that. And it goes back to the campsites as well. So that's one thing for the cabins. You're drawing in a new crowd into there and showing them, Hey, for a similar price, what you're going to pay per night, you know, this is what you can expect out of us. Plus you get all this outdoor space, right? And you can navigate that. But even from the campground, uh, the RV site perspective, everybody's interpretation of a level site is slightly different based on the terrain of your campground, right? So, you know, this is a hospitality industry where I'm bringing my bedroom. So there's zero consistency in a, you know, 30 amp back in site from one park to the next. So, 
even being able to say, this is our level site. You know, we've gone to some where they're concrete pads, but those concrete pads aren't level because of the way the terrain is um, and how the, the that campground flows, right? They're more level than just a gravel site, but being able to show that for the people who are bringing their accommodations really makes a huge difference, you know? How, how many campsites I've been to where I back in and my stairs, because of the way my steps come down, are on the edge of a cliff and I need to get a bucket or something else to make that last step because the, the train slopes away. But if I had a smaller RV, that wouldn't have been as big of an issue, right? So it's little differences like that in me knowing what I'm bringing in my layout, but not knowing where I'm actually going to park this thing. I know I'm going to have a site and I know I'm going to have hookups. But typically, that's about all the information that I have when I show up to that place. So that's really our goal is to change that and to be able to help campgrounds to market their parks, to show off the improvements and everything else that they have done to these parks, um, and to be able to encourage them to have better and happier guests because you're providing them with the information that's going to benefit them the most during their stay. And so in addition to the Google integrations and things, how well does this integrate with, let's say, a uh, a reservation system or how easy is it to make a reservation from the the technology and how does it integrate into your website as well? So from the reservation side, we have the ability to basically open up a window within the tour that pulls up that person's reservation site. Um, every one of them is a little bit different. So some will open in a new tab. Some of them will just open right there. And then you're able to go through that booking process from there. Um, we are looking at the possibility of doing some integrations to these the booking platforms to make it more of a simple process where if you see your site, you can then go ahead and book it right from there. Um, but those are things that are, you know, a, a long ways down the road. Um, so that's how we do integrate and pull those in. And at a bare minimum, we do provide a link to the booking software, whether it opens in a new tab or not, that allows the guest to quickly go ahead and navigate that. Okay. But somebody could like pull up 105. Hey, I like that site very easy to go from that straight to reservations, straight to completion. Correct. Or vice versa. If you're looking at the reservation software and you're saying, okay, well, I know, you know, these five sites are available. And you don't know. Right. Right. This goes back to how we built the campground map. When you look at a lot of booking softwares, you see the, the sites on the map that are available. And then you click on them and you see a square image, right? Well, you know what site that is then. Well, you can easily reference that back because we're using a similar campground map or the same in many regards. And you can click on that site and see that 360 image. So you're really getting the benefit both ways of saying, okay, I know these are available. Now I'm going to go educate myself on the ones that are available. And within two clicks within the tour, you're to that site. So you don't have a big navigation or anything else on there. That's great as far as the marketing side. And so the tour would would this be a page on a website or how, how does this seamlessly interact with uh, a current website if a park owner has one that's already running? So what we try to do is we try to eliminate as many clickaways from your guys's page as possible. So the marketing teams, they, you know, all you want to do is drive traffic to your website, which is great because that helps SEO. But every time you link away, you know, that's a negative to your website. So what we do is we help to either embed that onto the website itself um, so it pulls up in a window, you have a button for your virtual tour, and it pulls up there and you can navigate it from the website. Um, the other way is we do a full screen integration. So it does open another tab, but it's still referencing your website. So Google still sees that as being, you know, staying with you. Um, but when we link away that way, what it enables it to do is it better adapts to mobile and um, desktop. 
So when we create ours, we do have an interface that's present on a desktop computer, but we also shift that interface to be a little more streamlined when you're looking on a mobile device. So an iPad, a phone, anything like that. So again, we try to make this as simple as possible. So when it does a full screen, it does navigate and eliminate some of the buttons and allow for a better use case um, for the guests. And so have you seen, I guess I'm going to go at this from a, a larger marketing question, I guess. Have you seen people use some of these 360 tours in other creative ways that maybe you weren't expecting? Or, or how well does this sort of integrate into other marketing pieces like social or a website or sort of other things in sort of the marketing realm? So uh, the biggest thing we see is that you know, if Instagram, that I'll use that as the example on there, you know, we see people posting all the time with pictures of, hey, here's our cabins, check out these new sites, or here's the updates we've done. Well, onto there, it's, it is as simple as referencing back to that tour, um, or even including some parts in there. You can't do panoramic images on um, those platforms yet. But we do also enable the ability to so uh, social share the tours. So you can share it out to Facebook and everything else. Um, and give people that insight. So, you know, you can share specific sites or uh, specific amenities that you want somebody to go to and see. So as you're creating that content, you can say, hey, here's a couple of images, check out the tour here, and you can direct somebody right to those cabins that you're looking at or right to the new RV sites that have just been done. Um, so it helps to give not only the eye-catching piece, but also that's then pulling the engagement through because the minute somebody gets on a tour, it's not like a picture where you see it and then you move away. It encourages you to interact with that. So your marketing is going a little bit further because now you're they're engaging on your site. They're engaging with your park. Um, and it's not commenting back and forth, but they're absolutely navigating everything you have to offer. I was going to say, you're basically taking somebody right from like, oh, this I'm, I'm interested. This might be something that I, I might want to check out, which as you're right on, on social, a lot of times it can be casual unless you're doing something to actually engage them and interact with them to something that's a little bit more deeper, meaningful. And to go back to something you talked about earlier, you get that extra connection piece where if somebody, mm -hmm. whether an existing customer or not, is, is following you on social, they're, they're going to develop that deeper bond with you and, and your campground and what you're doing just from having these, these tours up and running. So, right. And we see a lot of people sharing it out. You know, we've gotten feedback from guests saying how much it's helped because you know, things like trying to book buddy sites or sites with friends, you can share this out and make a decision as a group from seeing what you're, you know, what those sites look like. So this is where we're going to park. And this is how you're going to park because we've done that where we go trying to figure out who's going to park where, how are we going to situate? And how many times do you have somebody, you know, pull into a park and the other person pulls the opposite way. So their doors are facing each other, right? But that only works in certain scenarios. And if the campground allows it, but this enables you to make some decisions on what sites would fit best as a group. Um, and it also, like I said, it encourages people to share that out amongst others to promote the campground and everything else. But it's, it, it's that emotional that you can actually see, hey, here's where we're going to be staying. And so do you have any sort of final closing thoughts or where can people go to sort of get more information and connect with you or connect with Campsite 360? Yeah. So, I mean, this is um, obviously early on. There's a lot of people that are now doing the virtual tours. Um, I fully think this is kind of the next way of marketing in an industry where there's very little consistency just because the nature of outdoors, you know, you're never going to be able to categorize a park as a campground and that be the same everywhere. 
because your layouts, your trees and foliage is always going to be different. But this, this enables you to actually educate those users. So as people are making more decisions and people are becoming more visual in the content and information they want, you know, this is a, a right along the lines of what they're looking for to make those decisions. Um, as far as getting in touch with me, you know, I'm on LinkedIn quite a bit, TJ Ammond, um, or they can check out our website at campsite360.com. All right. Thanks for listening to the Outdoor Alliance's podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's segment with TJ. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts and join me again for more news, exciting updates, and great conversations.